1: Adi Oladipo here. Thank you so much for downloading Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're here every single Tuesday live on Talksport Two, myself and the great Gareth a. Davis. If you can't join us live, remember to subscribe to the Fight Night podcast channel. So much other great content there as well, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and even the Mike Tyson story, The Boy from Brownsville. This
2: is Fight Night Extra on Talksport Two.
1: Good afternoon. If you love your boxing and you love your MMA, then obviously this is the show for you. Finite X myself, Adi Oladipo, will be discussing all the latest from the world of combat sports this week. Gareth is on his way back from Japan, so I'm delighted to welcome in British Lightweight, former World Title Challenger, Natasha Jonas, who will be alongside myself for the next hour. On the agenda today, we're going to be looking back on a busy weekend of action in Head & Fantastic, fantastic atmosphere. We're going to talk about that. Disappointment, obviously, for Josh Warrington, whose return to the ring ended after just two rounds due to that medical stoppage. Elsewhere, there were wins for Katie Taylor and Conor Ben. We'll discuss what could be next for both of them. And it was also a big night in the UFC as well, especially for the city of Liverpool. Debutant uh, Paddy Pimlet, Paddy the Baddy Pimlet won. So did Molly McCann. And she stole the show for me. Don't go anywhere. This is Final Extra here on Talksport 2.
0: Confirmation from the referee, Steve Gray. What a disappointing end to a night that we've been looking forward to for so long. It was a clash of heads, and because of the nature of the injury, it's been declared a technical draw. She's still undefeated, and still
2: the undisputed lightweight champion of the world,
0: Katie Taylor. Granadas prefers to get on his fight as the bell sounds at the end of 10 rounds. A solid test for Benn. He's still undefeated and still the WBA Continental Welterweight Champion Conor the destroyer. Ben! 2-0 for Liverpool out of the shoot tonight walks through
2: some adversity but that right hook lands he knows he's got him hurt and swarms all over him but look at the speed and the ferocity when he lets that oh. house go and luigi here trying to hang off for dear life away for Another it under an avalanche boom! there it is look at Molly mccann from the back come to yell for her teammate i mean what a way to make your ufc debut
1: loads and i mean loads to get our team stuck into before we talk all or anything about boxing or MMA, let's let's say hello and introduce our, our guest presenter today, our guest co-presenter today, Tasha Jonas, who joins us now. Tash, I am enjoying this. I mean is, is Gareth gonna be away for a couple more weeks? Are we gonna is this a permanent thing now? How are you, Tash? Yeah, I'm good, I'm
2: all good.
1: Yeah, you can have me when you want, just let me know. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort something out. I'm sure we can maybe maybe get rid of Gareth for a couple of weeks here, but I don't think we can sort something. Tash, look, you would have watched all the action at Head and Lee. Um, first and foremost. I was there, the atmosphere. I don't know if you've been to a Josh Warrington, in fact, you probably have crazy. Like it, it, yeah. it was it was manic.
2: I mean, you know, we talk about cities that support their own. Liverpool's one of them. Mm. Leeds and probably Newcastle are the yeah. two that are very, very close behind and they come out in force. They um yeah, they're a crazy bunch, but the the loyal loyal as anything.
1: That they are, right? I mean, win or lose, they will still come out for him and, and no doubt they're going to come out for him again in the future. What a disappointing way to end the fight. I mean, it was just get going. I, I was actually a bit nervous for Josh because I was like, okay, Josh is starting to stand there and, and trade with Lara now and this could this could get dangerous. And then obviously a clash of heads, two clash of heads. And in the end, it had to be stopped, but so disappointing because it was starting to build up to something a bit special on Saturday.
2: Yeah, and, and that's the, you know, when the when scene the cut, I was thinking, please don't stop it, please don't stop it. And then I mm. seen the cut and I was thinking he has to stop it because it was such a wide cut and, and it was uh, the, the whole length of his eyebrow. Yeah. Um, so there's, there was really no way he could have continued. But it is, it's disappointing for the fighters, you know, you, you've trained, you know, 10, 12, whatever, however many weeks to be there, probably since the, the last time for Josh. Mm. um and yeah for it to end like that where there's not really an outcome is a little bit disappointing
1: you know I'm happy you said disappointing for the fighters because there's people including myself that'll be like oh it's disappointing for the fans because like, obviously they're the one that have paid the hard-earned cash but you're right I mean for the fighters who've trained 12 sometimes maybe even a bit longer 16 week camps the last thing you want is a, is a two-rounder you don't want that right you don't want it to be stopped like that do you think Josh should be thinking I need to get out ASAP now even if it's an eight rounder or a ten rounder, like I just need to have a fight just because I'm in shape and I wanna go.
2: Yeah, I know that the type of the type of person and athlete that Josh is, he'll wanna be active and that was one of the reasons that he signed with Matrium was to, mm. you know, have them big nights, have them big fights and be be more active and, and challenge that, like, you know, the world the already had a world title, but challenge others for the world title. He wants to more than just one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an interesting thing his time with Matrium, Obviously, look, he lost in his first fight back with Matram, And this one ends in a couple of rounds. He'd be hoping that his third fight, I mean, he can actually get out for the full 10 and, and it'd be victorious, sorry, full 10 or 12. Um, you would have obviously kept a close eye on Katie Taylor versus Jennifer Han. That was the co-main event. Jennifer Han's story is crazy. I mean, this girl, she had a baby seven months ago. Not only is she in shape, she's in fighting shape. And look, I put my hands up to you. You mums are, are stronger than anything out there. I mean, that's incredible. What did you make of Katie's performance? Do um, you
2: know what? In fairness to Katie, we expect such a high level of her all the time. Mm. And that doesn't always happen. It can't happen all the time for every boxer. So I think it wasn't the greatest performance, but Mm. she'll come back and do better.
1: Let let me speak for a couple of minutes. Uh, get, Get some water in you. And I agree with you, with Katie as well, by the way, that... We, we expect so much obviously look unbeaten and you know the, the queen of boxing you know is she the number one is it her clarissa shields regardless she's, she's number one or two and maybe we do expect a a performance after performance like the delphin pursuit like our fight with you which was just a war and we can't get that all the time we don't get that from male boxers, so i don't know why we assume that we're always going to get it from female boxers. i think it's unfair um but i don't know there were a few people saying have we have we seen the best of katie now I I don't know if I agree with that. Sometimes I think she rises to her opponent, but have we seen the best? I mean, you've been in there with her. I mean, is this the Katie Taylor that came out of the amateurs fast and explosive? Or are we starting to see a little bit of slippage maybe? I would like to think not,
2: but you know... Decline happens to every athlete, unfortunately. Sometimes it can be just the event. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she underestimates anyone because she's not that type of person. But some people, some boxers can only get up for the big occasions.
1: It, when you looked at it, Tash, were, were you thinking, you know, potentially I want to go in there again? Like, it's a fight that I called that should happen again because I thought the fight between you two was, was so good. And it would have been so better for me with fans there as well. I think people forget there was no fans when you fought her. Um, is it a fight you're thinking, okay, you know what? I can do that again. I know Eddie announced a 140-pound tournament. Jessica McCaskill was ringside as well. So literally every boxer in and around your weight class was there or thereabouts. You should have turned up, Tash. You should have turned up and said something to some of them. Did you look at Katie and think, I could go in there with her again? Or are you kind of setting your mind elsewhere now? No, no. I've, I, you
2: know, I definitely want that fight. I, for me, I think Why challenge for one title or two titles When you can challenge for them all, personally mm. um, And not only that But, you know, take down the pound for pound Best female on the planet in, yeah. in the process I'd love the fight to happen again Will it happen? I'm not sure But, you know, there is super fights out there now That, you know, people are invested in And want, want to see
0: mm.
1: well, I'm going to speak to you a bit later uh, About fighter pay Because I, w- I want to talk about money McCann uh, and the 50,000 that she got for the bonus. I know everyone's excited about it, but I feel like there's a deeper conversation now. What I do want to ask though, and I spoke to Jessica about this as well, is about fighter pay for females. Uh, where is it? Because on the outside looking in, you just mentioned super fights and. For me, there are so many super fights that can be made right now. But at the same time, you need to get paid to have these super fights, right? I mean, you girls are doing what they ask. So you're putting bums on seats. I mean, people are buying the pay-per-views. People are buying the tickets. Where is it now? Is it a place where it's climbing? Are you still wanting more? Where is it?
2: I think, so boxing's obviously a business like most sports.
1: Mm.
2: Everyone at, at the base level is paid the same, which is great. Yeah. But then the lads kind of move up the, the ladder a bit quickly, more quickly than the females do. And obviously their pay moves with them.
0: Mm.
2: So sometimes Katie, it's hard to base yourself off Katie because she was a, her own, you know, yeah, entity within itself. Of she course. was already a superstar for, for, from uh, amateur boxing and Ireland mm. beyond before going to match room. Yeah. But I think what she did do was opens people's eyes to, like, female boxing and how good it is at an elite level, elite level. And a lot of females now want to follow the likes of her, the likes of Clarissa, in, in that in that sense. And the, the only way we can get to that stage where we're paid the same as the men is when the promotion is equal to mm-hmm. the men. The, the same way, you know, Bawati, who's, you know, coming off an Olympian, will, you know, is the same as other females. Will a lot in price get get the same... Would a a Karras get the same, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the difference at the minute is that people are coming from the same places, but not promoted kind of the same.
1: No, you're right, and like I witnessed that myself. I mean, are those girls going to get the same push that Ben Whitaker's getting right now? And he's getting a really big push. Both McCormack brothers, and credit to them, again, they're getting really big pushes as well. Just before we go break, I just want to touch on Conor Ben and that, some might say, scrappy win over Granados. Um, In the end, look, he does 10 rounds, and he needed the rounds for me. He's got a win, and he moves on. Knowing Conor the way I do, I know he's livid that he didn't get the knockout. What did you make of the performance, though?
2: So I'm going to be dead honest I because I was flickering back to and from the UFC I didn't see the whole fight in it in its entirety mm. but from what I saw you know when you step up levels you can't knock everybody out that's just a simple given yeah. you not you're not going to do and we you know we did it in in the first round last time out but he he showed things that he hadn't shown before. And I think that's more important when you, you know, you want to go on and challenge like say so your bronas, your can't your L Spencer's, because they're the people that he's looking at. Yeah. So you have to show things and go through things, I think, as a boxer, before you can get to that top level, because all them top people have.
1: What what do you think about the Broner fight? There's there's been talks about it. Connor's been tweeting about it as well. He's starting to grow a little starting to grow legs, to be honest with you. Obviously, this is no longer the Brona of a few years ago. But in terms of selling a fight, no one can probably sell a fight better than Brona. Do you think Conor Ben's ready for that kind of step up now?
2: I believe so. I mean, there's look, like I said before, it's a business. There's fights that fans want to see, and there's fights that make business sense. And and the Brona, the Frona fight is a fight that, you know, he's a good name. He's been being out he's been a world champion, a former world champion. Um He's still active. He's still competing. Um, so for 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 Ben, as steps go, that's a good step to take. It's not, it's not a hard fight to sell. It's you know for, for, from Matsum's point point of view. So it's it's and it's a fight that can be made. So why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, why wouldn't you? Indeed, we'll see what Conor you know, Ben does next.
2: There's fights here that people want to see. Like you know they want to see the McKinson. I see people. I well, I see Marku every day, almost <laughs> tweeting him. So, um, you know, I know he wants that fight, but you know, the Broner fight, if you're looking from a Ben's perspective, it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think um, it could be a special one as well if he gets the chance, especially if it's in America as well. Quick shout out as well, and I've got to mention this guy's name, Maxi Hughes. We've got a fantastic win against giovanni straff uh, ibo lightweight champion now it's almost a cinderella story with maxi i mean this guy was going to retire after beat after losing sorry to sam bowen he's had a couple of big wins and now he's world champion and i know people might snigger at the ibo belt but i saw him in the change room after and and yeah, he's in tears. That's how much it means to him. So, uh, credit to Maxi Hughes as well on winning that world title. All right, you're listening to It Extra here on Talksport. 2. Members in partnership with the Zone. Your boxing, your way. The Zone game change. After the break, we're going to ask what next for Josh Warrington after that draw at the weekend.
0: And referee Steve Gray has decided to wave it off, and now, because he ruled that it was from a clash of heads this then will be declared a no contest but a disappointing end for Josh Warrington and for Lara. He's built himself up to tonight tonight was the night where he was supposed to exercise the demons of what happened at fight camp and that's not necessarily been the case. Good first two rounds and I'm gutted because I just think it would have been such a good fight. I thought Josh Warrington a really good, different fighter
1: tonight. So I expect that when the DOS settles on this, even though they're talking about a third fight, which obviously they're going to have, um, I, I expect Eddie Hearn will announce a fight in, I reckon, in the next couple of months. I mean, there's loads of fights out there, frankly. Alright, let's find an extra of myself, Adi Oladipo, former World Title, tar- I say former, she's a World Title tar- challenger, Tasha Jonas. Right, let's take a look back at the fights over the weekend in partnership with DAZN.
0: Big Fight Review on TalkSport 2 with DAZN. Your boxing,
1: your way. Download the DAZN app or visit DAZN.com all right, Tash, let's talk about um, Josh Warrington and what he does next. Um, I almost feel like, like I was never a fan of him actually taking the rematch with Mauricio Lara. I was screaming, like, you, you don't need to do it. Sometimes, stylistically, you get an opponent that's um, a bit awkward and you can swerve him. I mean, Amir Khan famously did it with Bradis Prescott, right? He, he could have got in there again. It's was like, yeah, don't fancy that. Let, let's kind of go somewhere else. And Amir Khan's career after that was a very good career, successful, had some really good fights. Um, for Josh now, you don't have to go there again, right? Lara's going to need to take at least... I don't know a month, two months off to get the eye healed, and then it's going to be a lot, a while before they can go in again. Do you think there needs to be a trilogy, or can you see maybe Warrington potentially taking a Kid Galahad or, or a Lee Wood fight?
2: I, I definitely with with Josh being who he is, he will want the fight. Whether I don't think that'll be next though, I think he will go for the likes of you know Kid Galahad, Lee Wood, mm. you know, there's Leo Santa Cruz because that's what he signed. Match room four. Yeah. So, so it, 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 makes sense as, as an athlete wanting them fight. But then, like I said, you know, business wise, it and, and, you know, title wise, it, it, it makes sense to go for the others.
1: Yeah, uh, agreed. I mean, Kid Galahad fighting, whether it be in Sheffield or, or Leeds, is massive. Lee Wood, now world champion, right? Uh, I think I heard that the WBA are going to strip Leo Santa Cruz. So he's going to be a legit world champion. So he, he's potentially, it's not bad to have these options. Potentially, he's got two world title fights and he can have his pick of both just because he is the big ticket seller and, and the big draw. Um, before I ask you which one makes more sense, what did you make of Josh's performance? I know it was only a couple of rounds, but what, what was you thinking about the performance?
2: Um, before before the fight, I was I was really worried yeah. for every reason that you said because it still for me was a 50-50 fight. Mm. Obviously, I 100 percent wanted Josh to win, but Lara's tough. He <laughs> can punch and he's dangerous. So no matter what round it is, any at any given moment he's got that power to that one punch power to be able to be devastated, it's devastating. So um and it was there was part where I was a bit nervy I was mm. like all right please don't do that please like yeah. box because you can box but obviously when people when people say things like oh you know um you've got no chin yeah so that plays on your mind mm. and you can you'll stand there and think I'm going I'm gonna show all these people that I've got a chin and you start standing there trading which is exactly what Khan did people were saying oh he's a great boxer speedy you know he's got great movements got fast stands, but he's got no chin Mm. so then for, for, for some of his fights he stood there with big bangers and like didn't use his assets and and I think sometimes like that can happen I think I don't say it was starting to happen with Josh, but I just think you just didn't need to be there. So don't don't be there, like stick to the game plan. And, you know, what happened, happens in the end when that was just unfortunate.
1: Yeah, and that's what scared me about this fight for Josh, especially in front of fans. Um, obviously look behind closed doors and you, you fought there, so you know the experience. I almost felt like with 20,000 fans, they're going to roar him on to go and have a war. And I felt like he came out and it was it was a crazy atmosphere and he got into the ring. And, you know, Josh Warrington, he can punch, but he's not, you look at the record, he's not necessarily known as a banger. And I'm like, Josh, why are you staying there having a, a phone booth fight with this guy? Get on your bike and move a bit. But I felt maybe the crowd were kind of asking him to sort of obey him for blood and he was almost giving it to them. And I thought that was dangerous. Let's hear though, I've got a little clip here of Josh Warrington. Let's hear from from Josh following the fight of the weekend. Josh Warrington admitted that he needs to move on with his career because look, he isn't getting any
0: younger.
2: I'm going to have, have to, to sit, sit down up. with the uh, team and, and and just and thrash it out because obviously I'm thinking, right, third fight. Third fight has to be, I need to, you know, get out, clean clean that slate, mm. beat every man that I've stepped in the ring with and I wanted to get the W against Marisha Lara You know, I keep having it in my head that Michael Booth were going to say that at the end of the fight. <laughs> he has been every man he has stepped in the <laughs> ring with. He has his redemption and obviously he <laughs> didn't get to say that. But then... In realistic terms, that cut is not gonna wheel overnight. He's looking at maybe at least six weeks before he even gets into the gym. And I had seven months out in between the last fight and this one. So how much longer
1: I'm gonna to have to wait before we have a rematch. And I ain't not getting any younger. You know, I re-signed with Eddie Hearn when I was 28. I'm 31 this year. That's crazy. Re-signed with Eddie Hearn when he was 28. He's 31 well in a few months and he's only had two fights. Um, and I'm with him, Tash. I think he does need to kind of just move on with his career. Fingers crossed it's a, it's another fight uh, this year. Obviously, Eddie's got dates coming up. Um, I don't know why he can't get on the October 9th card in an eight-rounder or anything, just to have something, just to get that, that feeling of having a scrap underneath you underneath your belt. But um, he does need to fight. If it is Lee Wood or Galahad, which one would you prefer? Um...
2: I think for the fans, I think the Galahad one mm. is is big. Um, to if you're looking at who you think is probably the weakest, yeah, you would probably, with no disrespect, have to say Lee Wood. Mm. Um, and like, listen, you're you're at world level. No title fight is going to be easy. But if you if you're looking at the weakest in that list, then you'd probably that's who you're probably going to say. But the ones that you know, is a big seller. If people want to see the rematch, then you're probably saying Galahad.
1: Yeah, and, and Galahad looked really, really good against Jazza Dickens. There is talk as well, to be fair, of Lee Wood and the rematch with Zhu uh, Can or, or Kan Zhu, as some say, or even maybe America. Gary Russell Jr. is there as well. We don't know what Gary's doing. Gary likes to fight once a year, so maybe he's had his fight for 2021 already. So, so we, <laughs> we move on from that with Gary. Uh, I want to go further down the card and talk about uh, Conor Ben, just because. A lot of hype about Connor right now, right? In terms of the next guy from Britain that maybe fills out the O2 arena or goes and does good things in America. A lot of people are looking at Connor like that. Um, there has been talks about Broner, maybe even Sean Porter, I think a bit too much personally. Um, Josh Kelly's there as well. Amir Khan. What next for Connor do you think? Where should he be looking? Or where should Eddie and the team be looking at? I
2: definitely think he's moving in the right direction. Um, like the Broner. I think maybe at this stage, Carnes too much, Porter's too much. Mm. You know, you, you, you gas and your Spencer's for me, are, are, are a league of their own. Um You think Carnes so, yeah. too much?
1: Yeah. Tash. You think Carnes too much for for Connor?
2: I just think with the levels that he's been at. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. He's been out for a long time. So does he get a warmer up fight and, and, and then fight Connor mm. or does he just go straight into Connor? And I think, you know, it, and, and that that fight all depends on which Khan comes, which yeah. you know, and how hungry he is. But I, I do, I just just in the levels of where they've been, I I do think the Khan one is a little a step too far. What's a bigger this, fight now know.
1: financially, Ame Khan versus kelbrook or Ame Khan versus Connor Ben? Uh, probably Connor Ben. Yeah, mm, interesting.
2: Yeah. I just think the the Brook one's like. Had it today. Yeah. I think people will watch it. Don't oh, get me I'd wrong.
1: People,
2: yeah. yeah, 100%. People, people will moan about it. It should have been done two years ago. It should have been done this time. It should have been the, when, you, and everyone will have their moments, but you'll still watch it because yeah. you'll st- still want to see. And 100%. and, and that, that's exactly what it is. like. Um, but if you're talking about relevance and what, whatever, then it, it the, the bigger name at this or the bigger fight, I think. Is, is is the Ben fight,
1: do, which do is think, crazy. Do do, it's crazy, right? That shows. I guess that shows how big Conor Ben's rise in the last sort of year and a half has gone. Maybe since that Sebastian Formella win. Um, do you, do you look at Conor and think? Like, I get excited about Conor, just not just because from a boxing standpoint, but you know he's got his own YouTube channel. He knows how to self promote. Obviously, he's got the Ben name, and I kind of get excited thinking he's got everything. Good looking kid as well that can maybe get there. But um, from a boxing ability, and you would have watched a lot of his fights, do you see enough to think? potentially that he, he can go to those heights.
2: Yeah, I think I think with the right fights um and the right court, the right course the right fights is, is is basically it. Mm. Um would he ever beat Spence? I don't know because I think for me he's he's one of the top power for palm fighters in the world. Yeah. Um so that's just unfortunate that he, he's in you know, that bracket of people, but um, definitely he could get to to, to world level. He, he He's almost there. Mm. So it's not a point of can he, he's, he's literally almost there, you know, two or three more fights. He, he's going to be in, in, in the mix with, with the legs of that.
1: And I guess the danger is in those two or three more fights that you are looking at guys like, Cavi you're looking at guys like Avenician. so that's like the fringe world level those are the guys that kind of break the ceiling and then it gets dangerous then then there's sharks everywhere uh, but i'm with you right you got to roll the dice let's see what he can do and if it is Brona next or someone else uh we'll certainly find out if connor is that person in the next sort of 12 to 18 months all right you're listening to find an extra here on Talksport 2 up next uh, this will be an interesting subject we're going to be reflecting on katie taylor's win over jennifer Han.
2: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com
0: host. After 10 rounds of boxing here at Emerald Headingley Stadium, Leeds, England, we go to the judges' scorecards. Phil Edwards, Leszek Jankowiak, and Luigi Boscarelli are in agreement, 100 to
2: 89. All for your winner by unanimous decision. She's still undefeated and still the undisputed lightweight
1: champion of the world, Katie Taylor. Another win uh, for Katie Taylor, I almost feel like we take for granted um, just how good Katie Taylor is sometimes. We expect special things every time she steps in the ring. You know, if it's a 7 out of 10 performance, people start complaining and people like myself say, she's on the slide? When really and truly, it's just another dominant uh, Katie Taylor win. Uh, she beat Jennifer Han on Saturday, takes her record now to 19 fights in the pros, at 19 wins. Um, Tash, what did you make of it? Um, I thought, yeah, again, like,
2: I agree it wasn't her best performance but you know she got the job done she Mm. won nearly every single round so what what can you ask for no no i I don't like people are a little bit harsh with katie because i don't think every fight has to be a war Mm. like but that's what that's what people want, want to see and that's what um she go when she goes to war with people let her, like you know that's what the fans like so but it doesn't always have to be like that and you know when she boxes gets on her back foot and you know she was under a little, little bit of pressure but a bit more pressure than we're used to seeing from Katie but you know like I say every fight doesn't have to be you know 50 50 Wars like it was but pursuing yourself whoever so
1: maybe, maybe that's just, maybe it's your fault Tesh. maybe because we saw her in <laughs> May against you and it was fantastic fight right That, that honestly I think I was doing something with Dazone, and they asked me what was my fight of the year so far, and I said your fight. I said that that fight there was very very good. I honestly, I said it. I said Tasha, I thought started slow, and then from round three it was just war, and it, it was it was wonderful. And, and maybe that's why we're used to seeing Katie in those kind of fights. We expect that. W- what next for Katie? I mean, th- there are options, right? There is Justin McCaskill's asking for a rematch, but that's at 147 pounds. I don't know if Katie's going to be comfortable at that weight. There is the 140-pound tournament that you're there. I mean, no one's going to turn down a Pursuan Trilogy, but I don't think she's going to want that at this stage of her career. Amanda Serrano is the one that everyone thinks could be that big sort of breakout fight in America. Um, what do you think she should do next?
2: For me, I, I personally think McCaskill would have been there mm-hmm. looking at that fight on Saturday and thinking she's there for the taking, like yeah. like everyone as as thinking, mm. um, and I think she'll be do, doing her her best and utmost to try and get that fight because she's she's got her own confidence now. She's an undisputed herself. Yeah. Um, I don't think where the downfall with that fight is is that I don't think that Katie goes up. So either it's going to be at a catchweight or she has to come back down.
1: Mm. Um. That's a problem, by tough. the way, because McCaskill, she looked big. I, I interviewed her and yeah. she looks actually, I mean, I don't know what she's walking around at now, but it, she must be touching 160. So the idea yeah, well, of her coming down to 135, up. yeah.
2: She's Yeah, and you have to do that. You, just, like, you don't want to be giving away too much weight in the ring no matter who you are and how hard you can hit. Mm-hmm. You you want it to be as fair as possible when you're in there, so she's built herself up and to come back down is is, is, is tough. Um. You know, for me, McCaskill, Serrano, mm. and even Cameron, is the fight that everyone wants to see. But I, if, if I was Chantel, I'd be kicking and screaming down the door of why, if I win my my tournament, that that I can't can't have that fight.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, Chantel Cameron's obviously got to work with a 140 pound tournament, but she's the favourite for it. So if she does win, I mean, a lot of people for a long time have been saying, stylistically chantelle's a bit of a problem for katie taylor well, i guess we'll find out in about what 12 18 months when, when that tournament is over tash were you ever close to getting the rematch w- with katie because it's a fight that a lot of people again like i said i thought it was a fight of the year but a fight a lot of people were saying it has to happen again surely it was so close it was so good it was it was what we want from female boxing why isn't it happening again were there any discussions or anything yeah, discussions happened. I think with, with as with most things with boxing,
2: it's always contracts and and, mm. and stuff that you know and that always kind of let it down. The business side, I suppose, other than the sport that we watch. But yeah, um, it, yeah it's there's it, no chance. There's no reason that it, it can't happen again. You know, but there is things like obviously there's contractual issues that we're going to have to overcome before that happens.
1: Do you think we're now at a stage? And this is strange, right? Because hopefully you don't mind me saying your age, Tasha. What, 37 <laughs> now? Do you, but you're almost at your best, and that's strange, right? You're a mum, you're 37. Some people would have said, okay, you're on the slide. But I think we've seen now. You look at Shelly-Ann fraser price a mum at 34, doing ridiculous things in the sprinting. I mentioned Jennifer Han, who had a baby seven months ago. Things are changing. Do you almost feel like you're at your best now like in terms of confidence, ability, where you are in your career?
2: I just feel like I'm improving every time and that's what you've, that's what you've got to do. After, obviously, the Open Off fight, I had to dissect myself in every part and that was tough because I didn't even know if I wanted it after that. Um, and to come away and mentally, you know, go through that whole rigmarole of dissecting every part here and building yourself back up. Mm. I'm now at a point where yeah, I lost the Katie, but there wasn't much that I did wrong. Yeah, I had a little bit of a slow start. I think a little bit of championship experience let mm. me down in, in round nine more than ten. Um, and it was just yeah, it was just. But they're things like they're not they're not impossible to fix. So I know I can be better, and I know I can do better. And the, I've got the confidence from from that fight to be able to move forward and and um get get do do what needs to be done. Indeed. So, I mean, hats off the hand though, because seven months after having a baby, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> seven months after I had I had my daughter, I couldn't even see me toes. So, um, she she's done brilliant, and and there's being fit, and there's being fighting fit, mm. and and they're two different types of fit.
1: Yeah, she said she lost seventy five pounds uh, when she got the call to take the fight, and I was like, what? Seventy five pounds? Here I am, can't lose a couple of pounds. And it's incredible. So, yeah, all, all, all power to her. And hopefully she gets another opportunity. She's been, you know, begging for the opportunity. Obviously, featherweight IBF champion herself never got opportunity. She got it. And just to get it seven months after having a baby. So, it's, um, boxing can be a cruel and unfair sport at times. I want to get your opinion, Tash, uh, just before we go to break, on Ebony Bridges. Um, now, firstly, we'll, we'll talk about her fight. A lot of people said she lost that fight against uh, Melise Gangeloff, French champion. Um, but she got the decision it's you know it wasn't the worst decision in the world i've seen worse um what do you make of her though as just the way in which she sells herself to promote the fight some like it some don't um i'm saying all power to you right if you, whatever you need to do to get promote your fight do it but some really are against it where are you you
2: know what i i kind of was a little bit against it when mm. when she first came on the scene i just thought you know well, she's we're doing all this thing to push us forward. And she pulls us back a little bit. Yeah. And then I met her. um, and you know what? She's so clever. Mm. And, you know, she, everything that we says, we, we're saying Connor she does, but she does herself um, and markets herself. So, yeah. you know, he can do it. Why can't she? Agreed. Floyd Mayweather was pretty boy Floyd before he was money. Mayweather, do you know what I mean? So, you know, there's, there's lots of boxes, mailboxes that sell themselves on their looks and, um, you know, being a pretty boy and being good looking. Mm. So why why is it any different than a female, does
1: it? I, I couldn't agree anymore. more. Like, I was a bit like that before I saw her and met her and sat down and spoke. I was like, what was she doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people have tried so hard to kind of not bring the sport down and what she's doing with the bikini. You sit with her and that's a very, very smart girl that knows exactly what she's doing. Obviously, she's a teacher back in Australia. She's sold herself to the point where she's been over here now, what, three times? She's going to come over again. Leeds fans went crazy for her. She's, um she, she, hopes she doesn't mind me telling you this, she sells her socks online. I mean, maybe yeah. even a few other things as well. Like, you know, she's doing great stuff. She, all she cares about is getting herself out there. And what I like about her, aside from all of that, she goes in and she fights. So you can do all of the stuff you can do, but she goes in and has a scrap. And you've got to take your hats off to anyone that gets in the ring.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, we all did it when she was fighting Shannon Courtney. Mm. And anyone that didn't is a liar. Lying. Everyone that says yeah, we were lying, but we were all like, oh, here she is, boxing Barbie. Here she is. She's going to get in the ring and be terrible. Mm. And I, I spoke to her before that fight because um, I was doing, I was working on comms and I you know, wanted to get a little bit of inside information. And she was dead confident. I was like why is this girl so confident? Because I'd <laughs> spoken to some of the amateur Australians who said, you know, she didn't have a great amateur career. Um, you know, she hasn't be, really blew up the scene over there. So I was like, why is she so confident? And I, I could only find, I think, one or two fights online. I was like, judging by this, like, she shouldn't be this confident. Mm. But said I said on the comms on that night, I said, look, she knows something we don't because she's very confident. And she came and that fight, and I think it was that because we all had this stereotype misconception of who she was and what she was going to be and what she was going to do, that when she could actually fight, we was all like, hats off to you, girl. Even, you know, me, myself, as a female boxer, I was like, go away, girl, you've, you've done us proud there.
1: Yeah, honestly, and she's she's starting to get a following. She's actually, I spoke to her and I said, look, when are you going back home to Australia? And she was like, well, there's no flights until October, so I'm here. So she's now in Leeds, she's going around all the gyms, she does so much stuff behind the scenes that we don't see she goes to like local gyms local community centers meets people signs autographs so she's doing she's doing things uh the right way whether or not i don't know i know she wants a shannon courtney fight but i uh, shannon shannon will beat her again as far as i'm concerned i think it'll be even a bit wider this time whether or not she gets that and eddie might give it to her because again she brings eyes to the sport it, it is another thing i want to quickly just before we go to the break touch on what you said in terms of uh your own career and, and where you are uh when are you out next october 9th right we're
2: trying. Um, hopefully, I can get on that card. Nothing's been confirmed.
1: You've I'm got to get on that waiting. card. I mean, come on. I'm
2: still it's waiting. I Liverpool. know. I know. I know. It's like, it's probably the best card in Liverpool for, I've got, I could, since Smith Dodson, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... And, and local pride I'm talking about um, so oh you,
1: you can't leave your house there's a few people on that card if you lose you have to like stay in your house for about a month listen you, you can't walk around
2: town you're, <laughs> you're gonna be off social media you, you, <laughs> there's a lot of things that's happening if you don't win that fight so um, yeah and, and and the good thing for you know I'm not gonna say the neutral because there is no neutral but you, you're you gonna pick a side and you're gonna have to stick to it mm,
1: indeed it should be good when, when do you find out Tash if you're on it
2: um, hopefully, by the end
1: of the week. Okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, it'll be a good addition for you to be. I mean, you've got to be. If, if not, then, I mean, serious questions need to be asked as, as to why, but fingers crossed uh, you are. All right. You're listening to Find It Extra here on Talk Sport 2. Remember, it's in partnership with The Zone. Your boxing your way. The Zone game change. Up next, we are going to speak about a bit of MMA. I'm also going to continue the discussion about Tasha and her career so far.
0: Yeah, for Jonas, was good. <laughs> She has
2: got through, and she has that power. Body shots back from Jonas. The Orthodox and the Southpaw have meshed beautifully
1: tonight. And it's another wonderful effort for women's boxing. Final extra of myself, Adi Dubo, World Title challenger Tasha Jonas. Tasha, you know, I was just thinking, you've had two fantastic fights against Terry Harper and Katie Taylor both behind closed doors so you've not actually had like a a crazy fan base going mad for you and and both of those were were great fights you must be itching to fight in front of fans
2: just in case i think i think i might need to keep them behind closed doors just in case (laughs) um but no it's it yeah yeah i mean especially in your hometown i think you know the there's great stages, you know, Madison Square Garden, Ooh. you know, Wembley. They're all great stages to to want to box like Boxing Mechas. But, you know, no one
1: can beat. There's no place like home. Mm, that home Echo Arena. Um, again, we keep our fingers crossed for, for October 9th. What next for you, though, Tash, in terms of your next, I don't know if you've planned it out, your next sort of 12 18 months. You mentioned Madison Square Garden. Obviously, look, as an amateur, you would have fought all over the world. But, I mean, do you not have those dreams and aspirations about fighting in venues like that? Maybe on the undercard or maybe, even, you know, main event, but I say undercard just because AJ's the guy that sells out Wembley all the time. You know, those massive, massive events. Do you not, do you not dream of those or is it just a case of next fight, get a win, we'll see what happens next?
2: I mean, you can't ever look past your next fight and I've mm. learned that mistake the hard way. So, um, but you know, of, of course, what you do—you know—you ask any boxer, amateur or pro—and and they'll tell you, you know, where where, where it is. It's, it's it's normally Madison Square Garden or Vegas, and mm. um, you know, Wembley, you yeah. know, Cardiff. They they're, they're the, the big arenas that that you you want to be on, and you know, you've just got to work your way up there. And I think finally I've I've put to bed that that kind of uncertainty that people had of whether I was at that level or not I think people appreciate that that I I am there now and I've just got to go and you know in 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 my right to to be there and have them fights again whether that be a Katie Taylor whether that be a, a a Harper whether that be you know a McCaskill I've literally said anyone from 130 to one as as high as 147 is is it's
1: in my target. Yeah, I saw you tweet it, and it kind of brought a smile to my face because I'm like, "Go, girl! Go and get literally go and get everything uh, you can get." And I like what you said there as well about you know you you put to bed the question marks about you like, "Okay, look, good amateur, but you know what she like as a pro." Especially remember when you you got stopped in that fight back in 2018. People were like, oh, "You know, Tasha's good, but is she really there?" And it's funny, although it was a draw against Terry, and it should have been a win, but it was a draw, and it was a loss against um, Katie. you're in everyone's lips everyone's saying tasha versus that person tasha versus this person so you've not you've not taken a step back in a loss which is quite unheard of (laughs) because you know what boxing's like you lose once and everyone thinks you're garbage
2: yeah no it's the it's my stock's definitely risen which is which is a nice thing um and yeah i i just appreciate that you know i'm in the conversation because there was a, a for a long time i wasn't
1: Indeed. All right, let's quickly switch. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Let's let's talk a bit of MMA. I know you were flicking through the boxing and the MMA over the weekend, and understandably so, a big Liverpool interest uh, on UFC on the weekend. Let's start with a good friend of yours, Molly McCann, uh, got the win. I'm so happy for her because the UFC is so cutthroat. You lose three in a row, and that's it, right? They're cutting you. She got a win, a good win. Not only did she get a win, she got 50 G's as well uh, for it as a bit of a bonus. I can't wait for that. we to be introduced into boxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is, is there no incentive like that? Do you think that's do you think that's important an incentive like that? The performance of the night bonuses. What's your thoughts on it?
2: Um, I don't know. I think you go in there with, you know, your plan to win, obviously. Um and they are just added bonuses, but what a bonus and uh, you know, and I don't know how extra hard she trains for that, but I think any fight with Molly, to be honest, it, it you know she wears a wears a heart on a sleeve mm. she's always gutsy she's slightly insane but <laughs> you you know <laughs> you 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 know what you're getting with her and she'll always give a hundred percent and I, I'm I, I'm absolutely made up for it. I, I tried a little bit of MMA over the um over the lockdown mm. and you know I'm an armchair MMA fan so I sit there and I think oh why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? And when I was actually in there training with Molly and I was just doing this and just doing that, I realised why he didn't. Yeah. It's, so it's, 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 it's so sport. hard. It's very technical. It's so hard. Um, so I know what you puts in in the gym and I'm made up for it. Uh,
1: Paddy Pimblett made his UFC debut, um, got the win. People have been screaming for him, Paddy the baddie, to be in the UFC for ages. He's kind of said, nope, not ready. He's ready now. Not only does he, he, again, he gets a 50 grand bonus as well for his knockout of the night. Um, Liverpool is starting to put the UFC on the map again. It really is.
2: Yeah. I I, I mean, he even got, you know, his chin checked a little bit.
1: he did. He did.
2: It wasn't one bit bothered. (laughs) And that's just Paddy. That's Paddy all over. Um, it was a great stoppage. And, yeah, and what, we, you don't give fighters enough respect for being able to say, you know what, I'm not there yet, I'm, I'm not ready for that yet mm. Um, and that that's a brave step because the UFC is such a huge organisation that if they offer you something you don't want to say no because you might never get that option again and he was saying, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready and then he got his night and boy did he have his day
1: Yeah, He had his day indeed, I mean everyone talks about UFC jitters and I mean he got cracked as you say a few times there and he just it, nothing was going to stop him on that night. Absolutely nothing. Uh, a bit disappointing for Darren Till. Uh, obviously, he lost to Derek Brunson. Um, he'll come again. And again, that's the thing I guess I like with MMA, where you can have five, six, seven, eight losses. It doesn't matter. I mean, you'll get those opportunities again. And Darren Till's obviously lost, I think, four of his last five. But it's the UFC, so he'll get another opportunity. Yeah, and I think it's
0: with
2: Darren as well. It's the, the level that he's off at. Yeah. You, know, you know, when you're at that, you know, the top 10. And, and he's and he's moved up as well. Um, it's always going to be tough. Like I said, when you know, with the same with Ben, there's going to be no easy fights from now on. I remember Joe saying to me, um, before the Harper fight, said, "Once you walk through this door, you're never gonna have, you're never gonna turn back. You, you like if you win, you won't turn back. To, you can't go back. To just be like like we're saying with Katie, mm. she can't just go back to having like a little four wound knockover because." that's not the level she's at when she's being the champion being at that level she's always gonna have to you know stand up to challenges from that level and that's the same with data
1: indeed it is i just want to quickly uh, touch on this just got about a minute left here uh tash when molly uh, got the money and tom aspinall also got a, a performance of the night bonus i think we saw all the emotion sort of pour out of them right i mean we know how difficult it is financially a lot of people have questioned like you know should they be so excited for 50 grand i mean how much of the ufc paying these people like tom aspinall was co-main event right and he didn't get paid that much and molly probably didn't get paid either does it does it show maybe again that the ufc as well as putting on great fight cards maybe ain't paying these guys enough
2: everything's a business and the people at the top of the business want to make money (laughs) so well, it doesn't always get filtered all the way down you know and that's just unfortunate for us athletes you know you keep the ones that are going to make you the the most the most money like your Conor McGregor's like your Anthony Joshua's Mm. they've got big pull power because they pull a lot of money themselves if they went somewhere else they'd take all that pull power with them and they don't want that so they, they, they look after the top ones and sometimes you've got to have a mouth to stay in it
1: Maybe indeed. Tash, it's been great. Uh, same time next week. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll have
1: to That's it for this week. Thank you so much for downloading our Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're back every single Tuesday for more great content. And if you miss us, make sure you subscribe to Fight Night to catch up on all our other episodes.
2: Hold up.